This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Oh, it is a tough time. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And thank you to the front line. Thank you to Baylor Scott and White for sponsoring this hour for many, many, many years. 16, 17 years now. I thank them very much. It's a very special uh, kinship. Um, give you the phone number. Please, let's fill those phone lines. They have not been filled all morning. I'll be very honest. It's about to get very hectic as we get into springtime. And uh, I just am advising you, if you have a question you've been intending to ask, it would uh, it would be a great time to call, and it would take the heartburn off the talk show host also. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. This is my 44th year to do this program uh, in, uh, in three, on three different stations, and, uh, and I have seen this happen every year. And uh, so I just give you that as a word of uh, advice. Uh, if you've been trying to call, this is the time to call. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I have an hour left in the program today, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, today's SPCA of Texas dog is Barnabas. Barnabas is a six-year-old Rottweiler mix. He's a, a sweet, shy fellow searching for his new family. Is a sleek black coat with tan spots just above his eyes, around his muzzle, and down his legs. With long, floppy ears and big brown eyes, uh, Barnabas is a serious-looking gentleman, but he can be a bit timid around strangers. Once he gets to know you, however, he's sweet as he can be. He'd love a laid-back home where he can spend his days snoozing on his bed, eating yummy treats, and exploring the backyard. Barnabas has so much love to give, and he hopes he'll find his forever family soon. From January through, well, 2 through 16, that means today, it's the last day, Barnabas and all other adult dogs and cats at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, are only $22 to adopt to ring in 2022. Barnabas is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. That's in Dallas. To meet him, visit today before 6 o'clock tonight, noon and 6 today. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Barnabas has been neutered, microchipped, he has had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA shelter at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30, west of Hampton Road. The SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Now, remember, this uh, special is $22 for all adult animals, and that's through 6 p.m. today. I get out at noon today because uh, that way you can get home and watch the Cowboys and and uh, go from that. But S, if you want to see the available animals, go to spca.org slash findapet. One word, spca.org slash findapet, or visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is Barnabas, the six-year-old Rottweiler mix, and he is at the Dallas uh, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. They open it at noon today. That's at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. That is sponsored by Baylor Scott & White. They sponsor this hour. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy here in Texas. Well, I would like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. And they are the uh, folks at uh, the uh, they are the beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, 
Remember, there are plenty of ways that we can show our appreciation to the front line. That's by getting vaccinated and wearing our masks. These are great ways to show your support. Share those measures on uh, messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health. Uh, I am uh, my my appointments are all at Baylor Scott and White. And my wife is on the board of Baylor Scott and White McKinney, and we are keenly aware of all of the hard work that goes on to keep us healthy and happy through the Baylor Scott and White system, especially to the frontline people for all that you do to keep us all safe. I give you one more time a great big thank you. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. Thank you for filling the phone lines. I appreciate that. Let's start out with Denise in Kemp. Denise, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help? Well, I may be a little late, but is it too late to put tulips in the ground? Uh, it is. Uh, you already have them? I do. All right. Uh, it is better to do it today than tomorrow, and, and you can't keep <laughs> until next year, so I'd get it done okay. as soon as you can. Okay. Well, I'm, I'll be on it today then. Atta girl. Good luck with them. <laughs> okay. Thanks All right. Thanks for, thanks for calling. Yeah, that happens. We put them in the fridge and forget about them with all the holidays and everything else going on. And then we see that bag of bulbs back there where we put them to chill. And, oh, my, and it's, uh, then it is getting late. But, no, it's better to get them planted as soon as you can. Hopefully they haven't sprouted and started to grow. Uh, if, if that's the case, again, just do it and, and hope that you get something out of them. Uh, we will uh, take a break and then come back to Karen in Frisco. And uh, this is a Vitex question. I will certainly try to help her. I think I have some good advice there. And uh, one other caller who was Kim in Abbott has uh, just that call dropped. I don't know what happened there, but now I'm down to one call again. So love to hear from you. Let's uh, try to refill those phone lines, please. That really helps a lot. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I think you might find that this book will pay for itself. My my feeling is it will pay for itself by the end of the springtime, and I'll even put my money on that uh, In by, by making this uh, comment. I will buy the book back from you if you don't feel that it has by the end of the growing season, or the end of spring. Because this book has so much uh, information in it, chapter two alone, I think, will pay for the book. It is a uh, it is a perpetual calendar that tells you when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. It'll tell you when you need to plant tulips and when you need to uh, uh, chill them, put them in the fridge, and and give them that artificial winter time. So that's what I'm talking about. All of that information is there at your fingertips, so you never have to wonder, when should I do this or that? That's just Chapter 2. Chapters 3 through 11 are detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All of that information written for every county in the state of Texas, 840 photos, 344 pages on high-quality paper, more than 25 multi-page charts in this book. All kinds of information. I said that three times now. 73,000 copies sold so far, not one request for a refund. But I offer it always with a money-back guarantee. Now, there are two ways you can order it. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. So don't go in and ask for it at a bookstore. They won't have it. They may try to sell you the old book from 1992, 91, 92, uh, with the uh, cowboy boots on the cover. That is way out of date. You want Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening with the Adirondack chairs on the cover. And the only way you can get it, the only two ways, by calling my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way by far, though, is by ordering it right now on my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. I sign every copy as it sells. I'll be signing tonight. And satisfaction guaranteed, as I mentioned. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. <laughs> 
Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you very, very much, uh, Tommy. He is our pastor, and he is a wonderful pastor. And uh, as I mentioned last hour, if you would like to join our worship service uh, online, virtually, the uh, the stream, live stream, is at 10.05. There are services at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10 live in the sanctuary. Many of us are still choosing to worship from home, from computer or tablet, and that's at uh, sharingtheheart.org, and that's at 10.05. There are podcasts that are up, uh, posted by mid-afternoon on Sundays, if that is more convenient for you. We really appreciate the First, Methodist, First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. And uh, so thank you, Tommy Brummett, Pastor Tommy. Um, also, from last hour, I said I would look up the uh, names of the, uh, the the parts of the pine cone that uh, would have the uh, seeds attached to them, and those are the scales. Those are the, the little the little leaves of the pine cone are called scales. So there you are. And just uh, as I said, I don't even remember when I forgot that part from my uh, all my botany classes, two degrees in horticulture, but uh, don't remember that part of it. I don't remember that I ever learned that. I'm sure I did somewhere. My dad and Uncle John and my dad, Omer, were both Ph.D. botanists from the University of Nebraska, and I'm sure that was drilled into their heads, and they're probably ashamed of me right now, looking down, saying, Oh, Neil, you're shaming the family. <laughs> I don't think either one of them would say that. Two fine gentlemen. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. These are great stores. There are three of the Wild Birds stores. Yeah, there are 165 or more of them in the country. But there are three specifically in the Metroplex that joined together to sponsor this uh, radio broadcast, my KLIF radio broadcast, and my eGardens tabloid. And I am so grateful for them because this is so much fun to talk about. If you have a landscape Hopefully you have birds in that landscape and you'll have better birds and more birds if you go into Wild Birds Unlimited and let them guide you and help you. These are birding experts. First of all, they were birding enthusiasts. Then they got into Wild Birds Unlimited. It's the way it works. And they can help you now with the winter migrating birds like goldfinches and and all the other birds from the north that have come in. We're on the migratory paths here. And uh, Wild Birds Unlimited will help you draw those birds right into your gardens. Uh, Woodpeckers and winter warblers are coming to suet and bark butter that they sell at Wild Birds Unlimited. Juncos and other native sparrows are showing up. They'll come to platform feeders or feed off the ground. We have a lot of... uh, we have a lot of woodpeckers in our landscape, and oh my goodness, they're fun to watch. Cardinals, I think we probably have seven or eight pairs of cardinals. I can see a lot of them at one time. Uh, we haven't had blue jays this year yet like we will, but the peanut feeders are perfect for them. 
Wild Birds Unlimited has every kind of feeder you could possibly want for every kind of bird you could possibly have. Three stores. Let me give them to you. Dallas, 5715 West Lover's Lane, just west of Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. And that's just west of the Dallas North Tollway on Lover's Lane. That's uh, David's store. In McKinney, Birdie's store is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. In fact, it's just south of Tom Thumb. And uh, that one uh, is uh, is a wonderful store. And then the third one is under construction, almost ready to open, and that is the uh, new location of Ron's store at 5708 Abrams Road. Not open just yet, but within a week or two, and we'll tell you when. It's uh, the third location. He has been for a long time at Mockingbird at Abrams. Now he's going to be at 5708 Abrams with a much improved store. Wild Birds Unlimited, wbu.com slash dfw. They are bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, Stuby. Again, let me go back to my phone lines now. Let's see who we have coming up next is Karen in Frisco. Karen, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How may um, I help you? I have- well, I have a uh, Vitex in my front uh, flower garden, and it's in a spotlight space, but it's going to get too big for that space, and I need to move it. Um, one, can I move it now? And two, I would like something kind of showy to put in its spot that won't get over three or four foot high. Okay. Uh if you have a Vitex there and you want something three or four feet high, that that really is uh, not. It, it did outgrow its its uh, space, didn't it? Um, yeah. What are you looking for in terms of something showy? Are you looking for a? It obviously it's going to have to be a shrub. Are you looking for a deciduous shrub like Vitex, or does it? Can it be evergreen, or uh, what? What's around it? Um. Oh, gosh, I don't know the names of them. I'm sorry. Um, they stay small. They're probably about uh, two and a half foot tall, and we keep them kind of trimmed down to that size. Um, it could – I don't I don't think a juniper would be good in that thing, but a deciduous plant might be good. All right. Um then if you want a deciduous plant then i would i would very strongly recommend one of the um one of the dwarf uh crepe myrtles the ones that i am really fond of are the ones that are uh the in the uh petite series and they are just home runs they are now 60 years old 60 they were introduced in in the early 1960s by monrovia nursery company in california and they're still sold. Uh, you may have to look for them a little bit, but but you'll find them at, at various uh, independent retail garden centers. Uh, they will be labeled as petite uh, uh, embers, petite uh, uh, flame, petite pinky, petite snow, uh, various colors. If you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, and click on the varieties, on, on our website. That's the website of the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney, and I wrote most of that uh, text on that website, at least the Crepe Myrtle information. Uh, you'll see the whole list of all the petite series. Those are beautiful, and they have n- never been improved on. Um, and those are in that size range and would be beautiful for you if you want something deciduous. They would stay short. And since you had Vitex, the uh, the the purple one is uh, is just a glorious plant, um, and it it may be one of my favorites of all of the uh, of all of the crepe myrtles. I I happen to I happen to like uh, purple crepe myrtles anyway. They're so usable. They're, they're so uh, universally uh, you know they they go with all colors very well. Let me see what the okay. variety list. I'm I'm logging into the uh, website, and I can. 
get there uh, pretty quickly here. Is now a good time to trans- uh, transfer that Vitex out? It's the time to transplant. It's going to be a very hard time to find crepe myrtle varieties. They will come in as they look better. Uh, you okay. know, they're, they're just a, a pot full of sticks right now, so you're not going to okay. find much. Um, so petite plum is the one. I, I had a mental breakdown there for a moment. But you have uh, you have petite orchid, which is uh, a little lighter color. P- uh, petite plum is just, just beautiful. I, I bought okay. it and have it and love it. And, you're gonna you're gonna like all of them. There's just a lot of them. There about six or seven of them. Anyway, okay. that would be my that would be my recommendation since you wanted something in that size range and that, that blooms and that, and that's actually the group of plants that specifically, uh, the petite crepe myrtles are the that's the group of plants that I uh, finally decided I want to recommend for people who have had uh, roses with rose rosette virus as the replacement for them. They're about the same range of colors. They bloom a little bit later, but they bloom repeatedly over a period of four months or so, as roses should. And since rose rosette is uh, incurable still until we find a workaround, this is an alternative plant that would give color. Uh, Roses are not completely evergreen either, and so... Uh, this is uh, for those people who are looking for a plant about the same size as roses. That petite series is perfect for that as well. Okay. Well, thank you. That's perfect. Thank All you right. For you, you put me Bye-bye. up on a pedestal to talk about our uh, soapbox, talk about my favorite plants anyway. So thank you for that opportunity. <laughs> that worked out great. Have a great day. Yeah. Take care. All right. We will come back. We have Madonna in far north Fort Worth talking about a plant about which I have never been asked before, but uh, with which I did my graduate research at Ohio State, uh, part of my research. So we'll talk about that. I need to get a break in and get the news. Madonna, stay with me, if you will, please. And we'll uh, we'll talk about red twig dogwood in just a second. Womack Nursery, family owned and operated three generations of Womacks have owned and operated Womack Nursery in DeLeon, Texas. This is over toward Brownwood in the heart of Texas. And uh, this is the place you go, uh, not necessarily physically get in the car and go to, but uh, this is the place you buy from if you're looking for the uh, most unusual and the best and the the recommended. Texas A&M recommended fruit and pecan varieties and grapes and blackberries all of your fruit and nut varieties for the state of Texas. They grow them. They grow the ones that Texas A&M wants us to grow, and they sell them. They sell to commercial orchards and vineyards. They are the, the source that I want to recommend to you. Now, sorry, I had to have a drink of water. You can order by phone. You can order by mail. You can go there if you want. They certainly don't hide from that opportunity, but it's just a bit of a drive. Uh, but I, I want to tell you, you need to order immediately because they will run out of those best varieties. They ship their plants bare-rooted, and so they're very easily shipped. But uh, that means that they also have to ship between mid-December and early March. And that shipping time is here right now. So get your order in to Womack Nursery Company. Go to the website and take a look right now. You can also call and ask for a catalog. I'll give you that phone number in just a second. But the best way is to go to WomackNursery.com, W-O-M-A-C-K, Nursery.com. Phone number is 254-893-6497, WomackNursery.com. And uh, the address, if you want to drive, is 2551 State Highway 6, DeLeon, D-E, capital L-E-O-N, Texas 76444. Again, the website, WomackNursery.com. It's the stuff. Never-ending roller coaster ride with the left. People are talking about. Promise everything, they deliver nothing. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. My electronic newsletter is called eGardens. It comes from my computer directly to your email, and we publish it every Thursday evening just a little after 6 p.m. It is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor am I going to spam you myself. I don't work that way. You'll have five stories. One of them will be a featured plant of the week. One will be a featured question of the week. That is something that's come up repeatedly in my life. And one of them will always be gardening this weekend where I point out the things that are most timely for you to get done on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of that week. 
Uh, then there will be a couple of other stories. If you want to see the most recent uh, issue of eGardens, go to my website, neilsperry.com, and click on the eGardens tab. That is where you sign up for it if you're not already a subscriber. Remember, it's always free. But if you go to neilsperry.com, click on eGardens, you can subscribe to it, and you also can see what the most recent issue looks like. I know if I can get you that far, you will sign up for it. Join the almost 80,000 people that we have. We've been doing this a while with a very high open rate. People love eGardens. That's what they tell me anyway, and I think you will too. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. The gunman who was holding hostages in the Colleyville Synagogue reportedly had only one demand. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Constructions closed HOV lanes both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. And constructions blocking southbound 35E's HOV between I-30 and Loop 12 Ledbetter. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today's going to be partly sunny and chilly. The high temperature, only 53 degrees. Tomorrow, Monday, that's Martin Luther King Day. Mostly sunny, warmer, and a high of 60. Right now, we're looking at 30 degrees in Fort Worth, 31 in downtown Dallas. The gunman who took several hostages in the Colleyville Synagogue Saturday reportedly was demanding the release of a Palestinian woman who's imprisoned for terrorism. Afia Siddiqui is from Boston. She was sent to prison a dozen years ago for attacking American soldiers in Afghanistan. She is now serving an 86-year sentence at a federal prison in Fort Worth. While the hostage-taker described her as his sister, Siddiqui's family says none of them's ever heard of him. They don't know who he is. At least five local school districts are now in the process of hiring new superintendents to fill vacancies left by resignations and retirements. School district superintendents in Dallas, Fort Worth, Richardson, Mesquite, and DeSoto have all stepped down. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. Let me, uh, well, let me give the phone number first of all. We have uh, Madonna ahead of you, but otherwise you would be uh, second and third. We have three lines that we use. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call now, won't you please? Let's fill those lines up one more time. 800-288-9227. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company is Texas' premier roofing contractor with more than 100,000 roofs installed. That's a lot of heavy lifting, folks. That's all there is to it. They've done a lot of great work since 1986. A second generation generation family business with the experience of all those roofs composition clay and concrete tile metal and slate roofs they do them all if you have any suspicion that you might have had wind damage the last couple days or hail damage from some prior storm or any other kind of damage or just old age to your roof if the roof is beginning to look a little faded then those are all reasons that you need to contact Wortham Brothers have them come do the inspection on your roof there's no charge there's no obligation you don't have to do anything just because you had them come out and look at your roof they know what they're looking for and they will take photos and bring them down to you and and they'll be legitimate photos you hear about people scamming bringing photos from some other roof that they don't do that. They just don't do that at all. And uh, uh, I hope that you'll give them a chance to, to work with you. And uh, if you need a new roof, nobody will do you a better job, done more carefully, 
done with the best of materials, done with the experience of Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. We had them put a roof on our home four springs ago, and folks, it has saved us money. It it stopped the problems that we were having, and uh, we are proud of our Wortham Brothers roof. You will be too. We had continuous ridge vents put in at their recommendation, and we stepped it up to a better roof while we were doing it. We got an insurance settlement. They uh, said, yeah, you're probably going to qualify. And uh, then we took it from there and called the insurance company, and they said, yeah, you do qualify. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call for that inspection at 972-562-5788. They serve all of the north-central Texas. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. When breaking news happens, hear it first. Hear it first. FBI negotiators now engaged with a reported suspect holding what may be a full congregation and rabbi hostage at Colleyville's Congregation Beth Israel on Pleasant Run Road. Unconfirmed reports indicate a man who is armed is holding the congregation and the rabbi. Keep connected, DFW. News Talk 820, WBAP, and WBAP.com. Right, thank you, people. Let me tell you about uh, Whiskey Stone right now. Let's say that you want to do something nice for your landscape. You have an idea of uh, what you would like to add in terms of a retaining wall or a pathway, a garden path, a nice garden path, a walk. Take photos of what you have seen somewhere that you liked and take measurements to the folks at Whiskey Stone. Go in during the week when you can sit down for a little while and, and show them your photos and say, this is what I want, and here is our landscape. Here's where I need to put it. It needs to be uh, 32 inches wide um, and, uh, and, and whatever length. You know, we'll just arbitrarily say 20 feet long to get from this part of our yard to that part of our yard. And uh, they will then work with you to show you how to do it, what kind of uh, bed you need to prepare for the stone, how much stone to get, how to, how to put it in so it's nice and smooth and packed down solid and, and safely, and, uh, and how to do it. They'll work with you. They, they are very uh, attentive to that kind of detail. Or if you go in and say, I just, I need this, this is the look I want, how much stone should I have ordered, and who can do this for me? They know the best landscape contractors anywhere in North Texas because they are actively involved in the Texas Nursery and Landscaping Association. They are connected everywhere. So contact the folks at Whiskey Stone. The best of all is go out there on a nice day and spend plenty of time. Let them show you around 22 acres of stone for all purposes in your landscape, not just for pathways and garden walks, but for patios and for pool decking and for retaining walls and for uh, decorative uh, river rock and gravel, pavestone, they have, they sell that. Also, what am I leaving out? Uh, landscape boulders, all the beautiful stone, Whiskey Stone. Here is the contact information. Whiz Q Stone, W-H-I-Z, Q Stone, 4501 East, Loop 820 South. That is in the lower right corner of Fort Worth on the map. That's southeast corner of Fort Worth. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. Let's go back to the phones, and this time we go to Madonna in far north Fort Worth. Madonna, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How can I help you? I want to plant a red twig dogwood ornamental deciduous shrub. Do they okay. do well here? Um, I think they might. They're not certainly not commonly used. You don't see them very often. You see them right. rarely. I'd have a hard time finding one to show you. Well, I, I think... can get them through mail order, but... Well, yeah. You can get a giant sequoia through mail order. It doesn't mean it's going to grow here. Um, That's right. The, uh, the problem that uh, you, you may face with them is that um, it, it may, not get, uh, may not get cold enough to get that nice color out of them. That, that would be the thing I would be concerned about. 
I would try okay. one if you wanted to, but I, I, I don't have any experience in growing it here. Um, of all things, I, we use them as a um, living snow fence in on Interstate 71 north of Columbus, between Columbus and Cleveland, uh, mm-hmm. in a research study I was doing for my master's degree program. And I got to tell you, it's it's a lot of fun to to use plants that way, and then go up to see your research plots, and have eighteen uh, wheeler tracks right through your research plots. <laughs> oh man, there goes that research. But uh, uh, it's uh, folks may not realize that there are a lot of dogwoods that are nothing but shrubs, and uh, this is a, a lovely plant. The the stems turn very brilliant red in the in the winter time. Uh, when it gets very, very cold. I just don't know that we get cold enough for it here. Okay. All right. So what else would be a better shrub for winter collar in your garden? Nandinas. In a heartbeat, nandinas. Nandinas? Okay. Oh, yeah. You look at some of the nandinas in the nurseries right now, and you'll see some beautiful red on uh, on a lot of the different nandinas. Oh, goodness gracious. Now, if I found them in the nurseries, can I plant them now? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, they may they may not be plentiful in nurseries right now because a lot of nurseries sold down to make room for Christmas trees. But right. if you get, uh, I, I still am propagating my own Nandinas because I have one called uh, Compacta, which is an old variety. Uh, but there are types like Firepower and, and some of the others, and you can kind of tell from the name that those are very, very colorful. But take a look at them. I'm not as quite as fond of the really dwarf types as I am the ones that get uh, between two and, and uh, 24 and 42 inches tall. And they okay. turn brilliant red. If you can get into a nursery, that a good uh, 12-month-a-year nursery will have them, and, and they're just beautiful. Okay. All right. That's what I'm looking for is for the collar in the, in the front garden. Well, they, they so. give it, and they give it beautifully in the winter. It's full sun. Uh-huh. Well, it faces west. So, yes, in the afternoon it will get the winter sun. That's all it in the needs. Summer. Okay. That's, that's good. all it needs. It'll be beautiful. And the, now, in the summer, it gets the really hot evening, uh, afternoon and evening sun. Is that that's all okay right. too? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Just prepare the soil well so that it's not sitting on white rock or something. Right. Some of them tend to turn a little bit iron deficient if you plant them in, in really, really alkaline settings like white rock. But uh-huh. uh, but that if if you we have more clay, yeah, yeah, it'd be fine. They'll okay. be fine. I love my Nandinas. Okay, well, okay. Thank you very much. Had a girl. I'm glad you called. Have a good day. Take care. All right, let's go to Steve in Anna, the fine town of Anna. Uh, Anna is changing just a little bit from the last ten years. Oh my goodness, Steve. How can yeah. I help you this morning? Well, I've got some questions about uh, hibiscus in container. It's sort of large pot probably 15 gallon pot and they're okay. about six and a half feet tall okay um in the winter is it okay to just drag them into the garage to keep them out of freezing or what's the what's the best way to treat them well the best way is to put them inside a beautiful glass conservatory <laughs> with full sun and a full-time attendant <laughs> that's the best way one of those <laughs> you didn't put any qualifications on it um <laughs> yeah. the worst way is to put it in a dark cold place and yeah. i think probably a garage leans that dial leans over toward the garage a dark yep. cold place so you if you put it in the garage it's not going to be very happy it's going to drop a lot of leaves and i don't know if your garage is heated at all but but it, it is still okay and then that that helps um yeah. If I had a, a really nice hibiscus that I really wanted to protect and, and keep looking as good as possible, I would probably put it on a plant dolly, and I'd, I'd try to shuttle it in and out. There are a lot of days during the winter where it's between 40 and 60 degrees, and that's not going to hurt a hibiscus. It's when it drops to 36 at night that I get nervous, and I'd probably push it in overnight. But if it's if it's going to be above 40 um, and, and you know it's not going to freeze, then I'd, I'd have it out and, and give it as much daylight as possible most of the, most of the winter and, and then just protect it from freezing weather. Okay. And then what about pruning it back necessary? Uh, probably so. You can make them uh, thicken up a good bit. How big is that pot? Um, it's, I mean, it's probably 20 
six inches diameter, about okay. three That's, feet that, tall. Yeah, that'll probably work for a, a good while. Hibiscus get quite large, and, and there will come a time, Steve, I did the same thing you're talking about, although I have a greenhouse, so mine went into the greenhouse, but but yeah. there came a time when I said, you know, one more step up to a larger pot, i got to have a forklift, and I'm not doing that. I'm, well, that's I'm not, about where I am. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I finally said, okay, it's going in the ground, I'm going for, for glory this year, and I will get a hotel the night of the first freeze i just don't want to be there when it happens and uh and 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 so i just gave it up that year and got a new one and started the whole process over again Uh, but you get to a point because they can become very large and and will become very large you have to be you have to know that going in that there come a time probably that that it's time to but it may be six or eight years right okay well very good all right Answer my question. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Take care. All right. And uh, let's see. Let me take my last break. We have Martha in Arlington with a question about frost cloth. I love questions about frost cloth. That is an invaluable aid to gardening. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you really need to stay tuned for that. And folks, I have time for another question or so. If you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to call, the number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening. I have information on frost cloth in the book. So there you go. It has everything. I probably don't have everything, but it has everything I could think of. Uh, that's what happens when you put 840 photographs in your book. I had no idea when I was doing that. And when we finished, I wanted to have Carolyn Skye be my editor and, and Cindy Smith be the graphic designer. And so much so that I self-published this book, which means you pay ahead of time for everything. You don't get the luxury of of uh, just uh, getting a, a royalty. There's no royalty involved here. You take the chance. You 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 pay for everything, and then uh, you uh, uh, hope that the book will sell. And uh, I did that because I wanted these two people to be involved. I knew they were the best I'd ever worked with, and uh, that part was a lot of fun. Uh, Cindy, we, when we got through, Cindy said, are you aware that you've used 840 of your photographs? I thought, oh, my goodness, no. But I think every one of them was needed. Uh, Carolyn Skye is a great gardening uh, editor who was a wonderful university uh, lead editor, major California university, and who also is a master gardener herself. And so that was just a wonderful combination of, of talent from those two ladies. And we three put the book together. It's for all counties in the state of Texas, southern Oklahoma. Uh, you will find it very useful there as well. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening, lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, it's all in there. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to do every task in your landscape and garden. Plant, prune, fertilize, and protect. It's all in there. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper, printed in San Antonio. Now, there is a hiccup that's gone on, and it sounds like the same thing the last couple of years, but this one's different. The uh, uh, book I was told was on the press last week, and now I'm told, nope, didn't have all the paper together. Paper is in short supply. I heard a national talk show host say, one of his books, not out, can't find the trees. So, okay, I guess I'm not the only one. But they have it ordered, and it will be in, and it will go on very soon. But uh, I'm going to tell you, you want to buy the fifth printing, uh, which is what I have, while I still have a supply. And you also, and that way you have it locked up and guaranteed. And then the other thing I want to mention to you is the price is going to go up just because of the supply chain issues. It hasn't gone up. It's still thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage, and uh, that's because it's not in stores and not on Amazon. If it were, it'd be fifty five dollars or more. So satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll give you a full refund, no questions asked. Seventy three thousand sold to date, and not one request for refund. I sign every copy as it sells. Here is how you order it. You order it from my website or by calling my office. Best way, better way, is at neilsperry.com. But you can call my office weekdays, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. The better way is at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com.
When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They are the best in the business. You have... uh you have experienced that joy of going into an Ace Hardware store and you uh, are greeted by the people who say, hey, thanks for coming in. How may we be of assistance? And they're not hovering. They're just asking you, what can they do to serve you? Ace is the place where they have specialists in each department. And that man, that woman, will know exactly how to advise you. And they may very likely have questions of their own to ask you back to make sure that you get all the right product and have all of your questions answered. Uh, and, and that's very important. They have been down that road before. They probably have done the same repairs or the same installation that you're about to do. And they know where the wheels can come off. They know how to advise you so they don't come off. Ace is the place where you can get everything done right with the top quality materials, top quality supplies, and top quality advice. Now, the people who own and operate Ace Hardware stores are people from your town, from your neighborhood. You may be sitting beside them in church. You may be at a PTA meeting with them. You may be on some kind of a local city council committee or whatever. These are leaders in the community. They're invested in your community, and they care about you and your community. So that's why I recommend that you shop at Ace. That's why I shop at Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you very, very much, Stuby. Um, Madonna disappeared on us, so she is gone. Uh, she had a question about uh, whether to leave frost cloth on her plants or not. And, oh, man, I wish she had stayed because I needed to know what the plants were and I needed to know what color the frost cloth was. So can't really help. If it's uh, the dark green frost cloth, I'm not a big fan of that. And I would not leave that on. I wouldn't use it in the first place because it tends to overheat too fast uh, when the sun comes out in the morning. Most of our, I, I say the same thing about it, I do about plastic, um, uh, using plastic. And that is that most of our really cold weather is accompanied by sunny, uh, by clear weather. And uh, the sun comes out in the morning and overheats. Uh, it'll trap heat beneath the, the covering. Uh, the f- frost cloth that I prefer is the white gauze-like material, lighter weight, that allows movement of air in and out and water in and out. I think that's uh, what most professionals uh, recommend, uh, but it's definitely not uh, not the dark green. And I leave plants, I have left plants covered as long as uh, 8 or 10 weeks. If uh, we have a really bad cold spell before Christmas, I'll leave them covered if in my case it's a cast iron plant aspidistra that i will leave covered until uh, the end of february lots of years are into early march just because i don't want to do it again another thing it would factor whether i would leave plants covered is uh, uh, how long it takes me to get them covered and in, in the case of the cast iron plants it takes an hour and a half or so and i'm not going to do that time after time after time if it were a pansy bed i'd be covering and uncovering uh, every as soon as it gets above freezing. So anyway, I don't know if that answers anything, but there it is. Let's go to Susan at Fort Worth. Susan, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? Well, I planted a denosis U in December and not realizing how toxic it is. What would you replace it with? Um, Well... What are you concerned about being poisoned by it? I understand that they're pretty poisonous to animals and kids, the berries, the the leaves, the so on. Yeah, 
let me let me tell you what my stance is, and and you may or may not be comfortable with this concept and this way of thinking. Um, I have been for all of my career. Uh, there there are there is one plant that I I wouldn't plant in my yard, uh, and I'll tell you what it is in a minute. There are a lot of plants that we use commonly in landscaping that are toxic in one form or another, one way or another, one degree or another. Um, and we still use them because we realize that the likelihood of a problem is not too great. Um, Carolina jessamine, azaleas, tomatoes, the leaves of tomatoes, uh, daffodils and tulips, um, uh, Diefenbachias indoors, uh, not poinsettias, by the way. Um, thinking oleanders are used all over America. They're, they're fairly toxic. Um, oaks, hollies, uh, these are really common landscape plants, and yet we continue to use them because, number one, we try to teach our kids not to harvest things out in the landscape, and number two, pets usually don't, don't eat things that are going to make them sick, usually. Um, the one exception I would make is castor beans because they are really poisonous, and the beans are very attractive to young children. And uh, the genus of castor beans is ricinus, R-I-C-I-N-U-S, as in ricin, the, the, the uh, thing that killed the people in the subway in Japan. Um, but the, the ewes, um, I, I know they're toxic. I get that. I understand that. Uh, I think you have to make that decision. I think if you start looking at the lists of other plants that are candidates, you 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 rule out so many of the the great plants that you begin to get into a problem. Um, so I I'm I'm almost speechless on giving you an answer because I'm comfortable in recommending hollies, even knowing that that uh, the scientific name of Yopon holly is Ilex vomitoria. So. You know. So nothing, because um, I have, like, grandchildren, and I'm not always out with them. So I do, I, too. I have seven grandchildren, one great-grandchild, and I just, you know, it's it's imperative, and three children that grew up in our yard, and it's just imperative that we teach them not to eat things unless it's put in front of them. Mushrooms are out there, and I'm trying all my career to teach people don't harvest wild onions, don't harvest mushrooms, buy them at the store. So, uh, but you have to make a decision you're comfortable with. Yes, sir. I just have one question. Sure. And I not have about sure. Half where, yeah, go ahead. Not sure if you've gone over this or not, but I've turned around and when that plant was planted, I've put the frost cloth on at night and taken it off during the day. And go ahead. I have about oh. twenty seconds. What is the plant? And I, and, uh, boxwoods. Boxwood, I don't, if you've got one of the ones that is uh, uh, for winter hardiness, like winter green or green luster or something like that, you don't need to cover that. Baby, baby, baby jade. Yeah, that, that should be okay if, you, uh, if it's established. I'm out of time, but go ahead and cover it if you wish, but only in extreme cold. Got to run. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy gardening.